0: Wanted it to be that I wanted to keep on track with all of the TV shows I want to talk about, but I'm going to take a quick break uh, with this entry, and we're going to do another trailer roundup just because it's been a pretty big weekend when it comes to trailers and things that have been coming out. Um, maybe not even just weekend, maybe just the whole week, maybe just the last like five or six days. It's just been hit after hit with just tremendous announcements for everything that we have coming within the next um, the last quarter of this year, the rest of this year, and moving on well into next year, and possibly things for 2024 and twenty-five. so let's get this going, um, let's do some of the obvious ones first, San Diego Comic Con just, just occurred, still going on technically, but they have announced so many things that were part of the future of the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Now, we all had known at one point that Phase 4 and Phase 5 were involving uh, certain films, uh, certain storylines that they were doing, and we had just been given those two essential uh, phases. Now, they have made some changes. They have announced what Phase 6 is. They have announced what is left in Phase 4. And what will make up pretty much all of Phase 5, as long as a couple of things in Phase 6. They are calling these next three phases the Multiverse Saga, which I'm super excited for. And we all knew that's kind of where it was going, but now that they've given it this name where Phase 1, 2, and 3 are the Infinity Saga, this is going to be the Multiverse Saga. And it's just leading up through all of these amazing things that we're going to be getting, so... Phase Four is almost done. Let's get that right out of the right off right off the bat. Phase Four is almost done. All we have left with Thor: Love and Thunder just premiering is there is um, She-Hulk, Attorney at Law. We got a new trailer for that, which dropped a whole lot more uh, information about what's going to happen in there. And, of course, some hints at some secret characters and things of that nature. I'm looking forward to that more now than I was with the first trailer. Although, I do still think the CGI is a little little bit not fully there. It could use a little bit more polishing. But, again, this is not coming out for at least another month or so. And after that... We have the final movie that makes up Phase 4, which is going to be Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And that trailer dropped this weekend, and boy, it looks so good. I am so excited for the Black Panther sequel. I love the direction it seems that they're going to be taking it in. I love that it looks like um, the the main villain of the storyline is going to be Namor. I don't know much about him. I know he's kind of Marvel's Aquaman counterpart. Um, but he's, for the most part, a bad guy, from what I understood. That's why he's going to be the main villain of Black Panther. I love that it's been taken more serious. I do appreciate the more things that they take seriously, and they just kind of... You know you know to expect little bits of the comedy, but Black Panther, to me, the first one was great. It, it, it had its bit of um, comedic relief in it, but it was more serious film. Same thing with Doctor Strange, even the same thing with Spider-Man, but then you had something like Thor, which is just one long joke fest, and now She-Hulk, which looks like another joke fest. It's kind of diminishing, you know, the quality of these characters, to me at least. But at least Black Panther, they're staying true to it, and they seem to be taking it seriously, and that looks fantastic. I'm still looking forward to She-Hulk as well, but I'm just, you know, I, I, I feel bad that you had what the Hulk movie was. And granted, it's still not Ed Norton playing the Hulk. They've had to rebrand it and re-envision him. But they're still incorporating all the story that was involved in the, um, the Incredible Hulk movie. It was still a little bit more serious in that film than how they portrayed him throughout the entire series thus far. But we're going to move on for a little bit. And we're going to talk about Phase 5. So that's what's rounding off Phase 4. Now, Phase 5 is going to come along, and there weren't any trailers, just big announcements. You know, we have uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, which I believe that sequel was originally meant to be part of um, Phase 4, but they've pushed it to Phase 5, and that's going to kick off Phase 5 for films. And then we have Guardians 3, we have The Marvels, which is the Captain Marvel sequel, also incorporating um miss marvel and um the character who is the best friend they established her in wandavision i forget any other the top i had but that's supposed to be the marvels then blade which i thought was a show but now it's turning out to be a movie and i'm even happier that it's a movie so i'm looking forward to that and that's going to be for 2023 and then in 2024 they've announced that the fourth captain america installment starring sam wilson will be Captain America, New World Order, and they also have a Thunderbolts movie planned. That's a big deal, because they really were teasing that for a while, and now that they've officially said, yes, the Thunderbolts is happening, we're not going to tell you who is officially part of that team yet, but it is happening, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, on the show end, uh, they announced Loki Season 2 is going to premiere next year. Um, they're working on their recordings for uh, Ironheart, Uh, the Agatha WandaVision spinoff, Agatha Coven of Chaos is coming out that time, they're working on a new show Echo and introducing that character, they're also doing season 2 of What If, which I still haven't seen all of the first one, but I wasn't really interested, so maybe I'll get interested in this one a little bit, I don't know, I'll, I'll wait to see what happens uh ironhawk secret invasion secret invasion is going to be coming out that year i'm looking forward to that as well and the biggest announcement the one that i'm most excited for especially with how they they're saying it's going to be portrayed they're doing i don't even know if it it should be considered a reboot but they're bringing back daredevil they're bringing him back as part of the mcu with phase five It's going to have Charlie Cox repraising his role from the Netflix show. It's going to be 18 episodes long. Holy shit. I cannot believe that. I mean, I'm super excited that the Daredevil show is going to have the most episodes out of. I mean, it's almost four shows combined for what they've been giving us. And I'm so glad that Daredevil is getting a nice long solid season from what it looks like and whatever is going to be incorporated as far as that storyline is concerned i know charlie cox is back i also know vincent donofrio's back and that's super exciting so between daredevil and thunderbolts that's meant to be what rounds out phase five so now when they've announced phase six they didn't announce much of what is expected out of the supposed end of the infinity saga now the multiverse saga Will it be the end? I don't know. Maybe they do plan on doing this in phases. And if they do, Phase 6 is starting off pretty heavy because we're getting the Fantastic Four film to kick it off. Originally, it was supposed to be in Phase 5. They They've pushed it to be the start of Phase 6. I also haven't seen anything as far as um, who's being casted in any of that stuff. They're very hush-hush about what's going on with that. But we are getting a Fantastic Four film. And then that phase is going to end with two Avengers films. The Avengers, the Kang Dynasty, and the Avengers Secret Wars. Probably something that's going to be somewhat connected to what they bring to light in Secret Invasion. So that's really exciting. Secret Wars are great storylines. The Kang Dynasty, I'm I'm guessing, being the end of the... Uh, The multiverse saga, but who knows? They might bring it a little bit longer, maybe incorporate a phase seven once phase five has come to its completion and they announce more for phase six. I don't know, but I'm cool with it being three phases per each saga they're trying to do. But those are the only three films that they have announced, the beginning and the end, so we know nothing about what's going to happen in the middle. So that kind of rounds out um, a lot of the MCU announcements. So let's move on a little bit. Let's now talk about um, the two big hitters for DC coming out shortly. Uh, They've got the Black Adam. They released some new footage for that. That looks great. And they also have a solid trailer out for Shazam 2, Fury of the Gods. That looks like a lot of fun. I loved what they did with the first Shazam. I love that they're continuing it. I love that it's still acknowledging... Um, the original films, like the Schneiderverse, it's acknowledging all of that and it looks really, really good. I'm really excited about it and I'm looking forward to them continuing with DC Films. We haven't, we didn't see much about The Flash, but I know we did get that one teaser back a couple of months ago, so I'm satisfied with having at least that much for now. Maybe we'll get more later on, but so far nothing at Comic-Con. Uh, one other DC project that was, um, announced... Uh, at least a trailer drop for it, should be coming out sometime this October. It is part of the DC Animated Universe, Batman and Superman Battle of the Super Sons. It is the retelling of all the stuff that we've seen in the DCAU so far uh, after they stopped... Or after they kind of wiped the slate clean with Justice League Dark, Apocalypse War, and started fresh two years ago with things like um, Superman, Man of Tomorrow, and then Justice Society, World War II, uh, the the next one coming out is going to be Batman and Superman: Battle of the Super Sons, which is a storyline involving uh, Superman's actual son, and then uh, Damon playing uh, Damian playing Robin uh, as Batman's son, so. Kind of the, this establishment where maybe it's all connected. So far the only things that have been connected from what they've been pushing is Batman The Long Halloween, The Justice Society, Superman Man of Tomorrow, and I haven't seen the the Catwoman Hunted yet, and I know that the Green Lantern film, uh, Beware My Power, is also dropping pretty soon, so i got to watch those two to see if they're connected. But a lot of what they've been doing after the reboot of the DCA Uh, U is kind of not fully established as whether or not they again, it's in its infancy. So, I got into the DCAU when they've already were established with you know, at least 10 of the 27 films that are part of that universe. So, when they did the reboot of everything, I'm still kind of waiting to see, oh, where's the connection going to happen? A lot of the films they are working on, they've got uh, Justice League World War, nothing really released about that, but they're working on that. Uh, Legion of Superheroes, I'm not sure what that's going to be involved in. Another Batman film they're working on. A sequel to Justice Society. So these are all going to be part of the DC Animated Universe, but nothing for for now as far as huge, huger other stories or anything like that. But I am looking forward to it because I'm a big fan of the animated film series, and I think they would be tremendous if they kept going with it and started connecting them more and more as it moves on. So I'm going to say that's probably it for the the superhero realm, a lot of the MCU stuff. I do know that they also released this little one-minute trailer for the I Am Groot show, I mean, it just looks like a one-off. I don't necessarily care for it. I know a lot of kids are going to like it. And, you know, good you know, good on them. They're, it's for the kids. If it's for the kids, it's for the kids. Let, let the kids have fun with it. I'm, I don't necessarily care about that. But they did release that. Uh, they also released a full trailer for The Sandman. The Sandman is going to be a Netflix original series. That trailer looks great. It's based on a comic from the 90s which was very well-received by a lot of people. It, it's big enough that it's really big on um, what's the on Audible as, a, as an audiobook. It has, I want to say, something like 100 issues at most, and I believe it's not been in publication for a while. I think it's been out of publication for at least the last seven or eight years. And I actually have a lot of copies of the Sandman comic book. I haven't read them yet, but I do want to, especially with the fact that this trailer looks great. I would like to know more about it, because I know what's probably going to happen is I'm going to watch it. I'm going to want to get enthralled in the rest of this universe. Maybe I should just do it now and get started before the actual show premieres. I can't remember when it was actually meant to drop, but it's coming soon, and it's coming to Netflix, and it looks great. Uh, anything else comic book related... I don't believe so. I think everything else is kind of right on there with just being good trailers that we've been getting for what's what's coming up um, uh, in the next couple of months. And like I said, leading into next year. And again, the, the next couple of months, the rest of the year looks really, really good. Uh, let's talk about some fantasy stuff. We got a new Dungeons and Dragons movie that's supposed to be coming out next month, I believe. Um, oh, no, no, I'm getting that mixed up. It's it, I was going to talk about this and um, the, the Game of Thrones prequel. The Game of Thrones prequel, they just dropped a really good-looking trailer for that. That's coming out next month. Uh, House of the Dragon meant to be a prequel to the whole storyline. Uh, however, there are still a lot of people who are fans of the original series. They're not sure how to feel about this. Are we willing to give hbo another chance after what they did to us when it came to the original game of thrones i don't know i'm a little excited you know i miss the game of thrones universe so maybe i'll watch it maybe i won't i don't know it's i'm kind of up in the air right now maybe i'll let it be out there and see what other people think about it and then i'll base my decision off that i guess uh there's also what i originally want to talk about was the dungeons and dragons movie which is coming out next year actually Uh, one of the, the first trailer for that dropped this week. And that looks really good. And for those who don't know, it's actually the fourth installment in the Dungeon and Dragon film series. There's an original one that's just titled Dungeons and Dragons. It came out back in 2000. It starred Marlon Wayans and a bunch of other people. Like if you look it up and you see the cast, you're like, wow, why are all these people in a Dungeons and Dragons movie? It's just what you did in the 2000. So that's that. One, that's the first one that went into theaters, and it's the only one that went in besides the two that happened afterwards. There was also two films that went straight to DVD release. One was called uh, The Book of Vile Magic or something, and the other one was called Wrath of the God, or The Dragon God. Wrath of the Dragon God. So, um, I don't know if this is meant to still be connected or if they're rebooting the series and trying to make Dungeons & Dragons into good films again. I don't know. I know there's a huge community of Dungeons and Dragons fans who might be really excited about it, but I know a lot of people who were World of Warcraft fans were really excited about that film. A lot of them weren't too happy, but a lot of them were. So maybe this will have some role to play in the people who are really into the Dungeons and Dragons lore, and maybe it will kind of kickstart films again for Dungeons and Dragons. But I'm looking forward to it just because it looks really cool. And again, I just like the fantasy stuff. Um, Another thing I'm looking forward to, fantasy, they just released a really, really good trailer for The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power, which is also a prequel to The Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. So for those who don't know, The Lord of the Rings, yes, is the trilogy, but The Hobbit is actually a single one-off book that is the storyline that happens before The Lord of the Rings. They made it into a trilogy, It's the smallest book out of all four books that are available right now, and somehow they stretched it out into a trilogy. I didn't like that per se, but I digress. Anyway, this is a prequel to the entire story. So it's a prequel to the four books that are already established, and it's meant to tell the story of kind of the war of what was going on then and the creation of the rings. So that looks interesting, and I am looking forward to that. Uh, simply because I would like to see how that story plays out. Alright, so let's step out of all the fantasy stuff. Let's get away from all of the Comic-Con announcements. I mean, I know some of these still might be Comic-Con announcements or not. But l- these are all just kind of singular things that I've been dropping uh, over the last week. That, you know, I just I, I want to touch base on a little bit. I want to say how I'm looking forward to it. I want to say that it looks interesting. Um, I want to say at least a week or so ago, the trailer for Halloween Ends has premiered it is coming out in october it is meant to be the final installment of this new rebooted trilogy slash remade sequels it's kind of the halloween that came out a couple of years ago kind of takes place after the events of the original halloween 2 and it's kind of just ignoring all the stuff in between from what i gather so that's telling the story of um this uh Laurie Strode and her final interactions with Michael Myers it looks really good when it comes to how this is kind of what we wanted we wanted this big fight between Laurie and Michael and i have seen a lot of films try to kind of do what halloween has done and it's just not possible you know i feel like halloween is probably one of the few that you could get away with with this and i have seen it with some other films the Texas Chainsaw Massacre reboot, um, or reimagining, uh, from Netflix, <clears throat> excuse me, was atrocious. I actually planned on doing a, an entry for that at some point, but that looks like the same thing, kind of ignoring all the other sequels and taking place, like, right after the first one, and just kind of being like, yeah, here's what would happen if it was, t- like, that many years later, but a lot of it still doesn't make real sense. Like, I'm just, I won't get into that, I'll get into that a completely separate entry, but What they're doing with Halloween Kills looks really good, and um, this new one, this last installment, which should be the end of the the series, or at least this trilogy, looks really good, and that's coming out in October. Uh, Let's keep on the horror trail. Uh, We also still got Prey. Uh, I don't know if I spoke about that in the first entry for this, but a Hulu original film, which is based in the Predator universe, it is meant to be a prequel to the Predator franchise, taking place... You know, back during, I don't know, 500 years ago or something. It's meant to play, the, the role it's meant to play is that it's showing the Predator's first time hunting humans. And what that really meant as far as its history with its continuous coming, it continuously coming to our planet. And I love the Predator series. I think they're great. I can't wait for this film. And if I said it in the last entry, I'll just say it again. This is coming out next month on Hulu, and I can't wait for it. I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, Next, we have a new Jeepers Creepers film that was announced coming out in September. Why, I'm not sure. Uh, I don't know if it's just meant to be a fourth one because it's titled Jeepers Creepers Reborn. I don't think it's meant to be a reboot. However, the first film holds up. The first film's fantastic. Jeepers Creepers 2 Take it or leave it, it was a good enough story, and it's still following the same pattern as the first one. And then the next one didn't come out for about 15 years, and it is atrocious. I seriously hate Jeepers Creepers 3, like, a lot. And now this one, I'm on the fence about, because I don't know if it's something that's gonna live up to what Jeepers Creepers really could be or really could have been when it comes to what the first and second one kind of kind of did for it as a series i know the creeper is a character a lot of people like and they just want to see more of it but when you're talking these huge gaps like this film is coming out in a couple of months and this is the first one in five years and then it was almost over 10 years since the last one for that and the first two that came out were only two years apart from each other And again, they hold up, you know, even by today's standards, when you're watching old movies, they're still really good. So I don't know what to expect out of this Reborn thing. And the trailer, it's, it's all right, I guess, but maybe I'll get into it. Maybe I won't. Maybe after I find out some more information, uh, I'll, I'll look into it, I guess, but One movie I am looking forward to, and I don't want to bite myself in the butt for this, but I am looking forward to Pray for the Devil. Pray for the Devil is coming out uh, in October. It looks really, really good. However, it is giving me this reminiscentness of The Devil Inside. Now, The Devil Inside was a movie that came out, I think, 10 or 15 years ago that was a mockumentary-style film that kind of looks like it's following the same pattern as this, uh, mixed in with a little bit of, like, um, uh, what's this other movie that's really good? Incarnate, which is uh, this guy fights possessions with, uh, with like, mental equipment. So he goes into a person's subconscious and fights the demons that way. So it kind of looks like the, the church has weaponized being able to do really good exorcisms. And then, of course, it's this demon that they can't control. And there's a connection with this girl who's a nun who wants to become one of the people who deals with exorcisms and it just looks really really good and you know of course the trailer is always meant to make it look better than it is but I of course am a huge horror movie fan so I am looking forward to this it looks like one of the better horror movies that are going to be coming out in October and it's perfect time for the Halloween season so I'm looking forward to that Uh, another uh, horror related film that I don't necessarily have a release date for but I did catch a trailer for it On my feed is He's Watching. Now, the tricky part about this is that there's two He's Watching films. One of them looks like this stalker-esque crazy boyfriend film. That's not the one I'm talking about. I'm talking about this mockumentary style one where these kids are like journaling in the house together. You know, it's meant to be found footage. And I don't know if it's kind of creepy guy lives in the house and they can't find him or if it's meant to be paranormal uh it it looks like it has a lot of paranormal-esque um uh traits to it but it looks really good and you should definitely check that out and remember look for the horror movie one that looks like a mockumentary don't look for the other one because they're both technically horror i'm gonna say i don't think he the first the other he's watching is this year i think that's actually a little bit older But it's the same name, so you're going to get mixed up if you go to try to watch it. I think it looks good, and I think you should definitely check that out. Um, Another horror-esque film, and I'm not necessarily going to talk about this. like I'm looking forward to it. I just... They're coming out with a Teen Wolf movie, but it's apparently more connected to the television show. Than being about the 1985 film with Michael J. Fox, I loved the Michael J. Fox film, you know, as a kind of comedy drama that it was for the 80s. The film that they started, not film, the television series that they started, I never got into, I don't know how long it was running for, but apparently they're coming out with a movie for it maybe to finish the story off. I don't know. I originally watched the trailer because I thought it was going to be a reboot, and it's not. It doesn't look like it still has any connection to the original ones from the 80s. And, you know, I'm glad that they're doing a different kind of take on it, but it's just other stuff that's feeding into the werewolf vampire craze that a lot of people probably are still going through. But, you know, I mean, if you're interested, there's a trailer out for that. It looks halfway decent. Um another show that uh they're putting up on um AMC. And AMC I'm the only thing I'm kind of talking about for AMC right now is this one. Strictly because I saw the trailer for it, I wasn't that interested in it, but I'm not gonna talk about anything Walking Dead related because I'm very far behind in the show. And I know they made some big announcements at Comic-Con, and they released some really good-looking trailers. I kind of skimmed through them, but I didn't 100% know what was going on as far as show-wise. I've already finished the comic book series, and I do plan on picking it back up, uh, The Walking Dead, at some point, And doing one nice long entry for it, because I do have a soft spot for The Walking Dead. Regardless of everything they've done. I've appreciated how, they're, how they've how they taken the story, how uh, Robert Kirkman has taken the story of zombies and created it for this universe he made with The Walking Dead. So I'm looking forward to getting back into it and then seeing what everybody else is being hyped about, but I can't talk about that. What I am going to talk about is this AMC show that is apparently getting released called Interview with a Vampire, which is based on a novel by Anne Rice. It's the first of the Vampire Chronicles. It had a film adaptation back in the mid-90s with Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise. The film is fantastic. I don't believe they've ever come out with other films, but this is meant to be a reiteration of that story for today's world. I guess, you know, it's still based on the time frame that the book is written on, but maybe they're going to lead more into the Vampire Chronicles and the rest of those stories. I don't 100% know. I'm a little weirded out that they decided to go the show route with it. Maybe it'll be good. I don't know. But that's coming out on AMC sometime uh, in the the next quarter. What else do we have as far as horror? There is a a film. I'm going to say it's horror. It's definitely more thriller than anything else. But it's called Fall. The trailer released for it. They don't have much information besides that. But what it's really about is these cliffhanger spelunkers decide to go up this long... Tower, this long, like TV antenna tower, and they get stuck up there. So it's very much open water, 127 hours, buried. It's all this single scope horror thriller that's kind of giving you the feeling of, you know, if you have a fear of heights like I do, it's definitely traumatizing to watch. But I am sort of looking forward to it because I do like those stories. I actually find a lot of enjoyment in, sh- in movies like Buried and 127 Hours. These single shot, um, kind of only focused on one person or two people kind of storylines. Uh, 47 Meters Down, another one. I just, they, I think they're great films and I think this is going to be really fun to watch. Uh, maybe it's not going to pick up much steam, but I think it's going to be fun to watch. That's, that's really what it comes down to. Um, right before I move on to a couple of other things, we got Day Shift, which is a movie starring Jamie Foxx and Dave Franco. Very weird. It's going to be coming out to Netflix in a couple of weeks, mid-August or something. And it's sort of, uh, it's sort of like if John Wick met Blade. That's the feeling I got from it. It's, it's, he plays this vampire hunter who makes money off killing vampires and, like, selling their teeth or something. It The trailer looks like it's a lot of fun. The, the concept looks a lot of fun. And I'm really interested in what this has to bring to the table. Uh, I just find it weird that Dave Franco was in it and also Snoop Dogg. For some reason, Snoop Dogg's in it. Uh, it, it might be good. It might be really good. It might be a flop, but I think it's going to be good. It looks, it looks really entertaining uh, to me, at least. Uh, Another trailer I caught, this is going to be a Hulu original film. Uh, It's coming out actually within like the next couple of days or so. I I don't necessarily care about it because it doesn't seem like it's a storyline that really appeals to me. It might appeal to some people that might be listening to this though. Uh, It's called Not Okay. It's based on a person who's desperate to be an influencer. So they lie about stuff on social media and then they get caught. So maybe that appeals to this generation I personally think that even though... Like, it's definitely based on true stories. I've read the true stories about people who have lied about what they've done as influencers on social media. And to see this story kind of in a, in a satire performance is looks like fun. But truthfully, I'd rather a story that's more of a mockumentary style where it's an actual... Or biopic style where we're actually seeing what really happened to a real person who decided to be a piece of shit human being and lie about shit on social media just to become more and more famous. So maybe it has some connection with an actual person. I don't necessarily think it does. I believe it's a satire. So I would rather it be non-satire and more true story. But again, I'm not fully interested in it. I probably won't sit with it for a while, but... I know a lot of people might be interested in it. The trailer makes it look like it's for this generation. Check it out if you want to. Um, One thing I am looking forward to, though, this is going to be an FX thing uh, coming out to um, uh, probably Hulu, maybe, but definitely it's FX-orientated because it's starring uh, Rob McElhenney and Ryan Reynolds, and it's this documentary show of them buying uh, the Rexham football team or soccer team, I guess I should say, and it's called Welcome to Wrexham, and it's following their journey on how they're trying to reestablish this uh, soccer team as, like, a tour de force. It's coming out at the end of August. I'm looking forward to that more than anything else, strictly because I like Rob McElhenney and almost everything he does. I'm actually I'm planning on, on doing an entry about an, another show that he's done outside of It's Always Sunny. If you don't know who Rob McElhenney is, he plays Mac on It's Always Sunny. He has another show called Mythic Quest. It's an Apple TV original show. It's a fantastic show. It's got two seasons. That's one of the the other TV show entries I plan on doing before I move back into films. So I'm going to talk about that at some point. But this does look fun. It looks entertaining. And it's nice to see kind of this behind-the-scenes story of two really big actors of this decade. You know, Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney. It's like a combination you don't necessarily see coming. But when you see it, it's like, oh yeah, it makes perfect sense that these guys are friends. And this is something they would do together. This makes perfect sense. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, another show coming to HBO sometime in 2022. I don't remember if I saw a release date for it. The Idol, which sort of looks like, again, something like what Not Okay is. But more based on the music industry. And kind of wrapped around, you know, maybe the the sleaziness of Hollywood and kind of a lot of the sexism that it might take place. What What's really interesting is that its main star is Lily Rose Depp, who I'm going to assume is Johnny Depp's daughter. And this is the first thing I think I've ever seen her in. So this is like her launching pad. So it's interesting to see what she brings to the table with this kind of role, being how flamboyant and how rambunctious and how how out there the storyline looks. So... I'm interested to see that. I'm also interested to see if Lily Rose Depp kind of lives up to, I guess, the expectation her father leaves in line for her. Um, But that looks great. That's coming out in August. It's an HBO original. We got another big film uh, that's coming out in September. The Woman King starring uh, Viola Davis. I am personally a big fan of Viola Davis. I think she might be Viola Davis, too. I might be pronouncing it incorrectly. But um, this looks great. It's based on, I want to say, um, r- like a real story of a, of a Nawi tribe and how much of the warriors they were and how they refused to be enslaved by uh, the, the colonials who were coming in to kind of take the, the land from Africa uh, during, um, I'm not sure what decade it takes place or even century. It just looks fantastic. I don't believe it's a fantasy. I believe it's something that's based on actual events that occurred. And I could be wrong about that, but it looks a lot of fun. It looks like a really good action film. And I'm looking forward to that. Another film coming out. uh, It actually already released in Sundance, the Sundance Film Festival, back in January. But it's getting a full theoretical release in August. Breaking, starring uh, John Boyega who uh, was um, the actor from the f- newest Star Wars trilogies. And I think he's done some other stuff I was trying to think of. I can't remember off the top of my head, but you'll know him as the stone, tro- the, the stormtrooper that dismanded from the the Empire and helped Rey and all them. So he's got this film, which is uh, his starring role in, that kind of is giving me John John Q feels. If anybody remembers the film John Q with... Uh, Denzel Washington, fantastic. Biggest thing was that John Q came out when Denzel Washington was a hit still. Like, that was an actor who everybody knew as being, holy shit, we're gonna go watch what's probably gonna be a tremendous Denzel Washington film. I don't think uh, John Boyega has gotten that sort of recognition yet. So being that this is kind of tying into that same storyline, but also making it very much more a this day and age story, it looks really good. The trailer is fantastic for it. Um I'm looking forward to that and I think it's going to be totally worth it living up to those expectations that I'm setting for it as being this generation's John Q. And if you've never seen it, you should definitely go watch John Q. Now, the piece de resistance, the final thing that we're talking about in this entry. Trailer rundown is going to end with the final big announcement. John Wick Chapter 4. Oh, I'm so happy. I am so happy we're finally getting this because it's been pushed So much. It was originally supposed to release on the same weekend as The Matrix Resurrections. And it was supposed to be this big battle. The Keanu Reeves movies. Like, which one is going to surpass the other? Then, pandemic pushed everything. Matrix Resurrections came out. It's not really what everybody expected it to be. But John Wick looks like everything we're expecting it to be. Uh, I hope it's called John Wick Chapter 4. The is only depicting it as John Wick. I hope it's called John Wick Chapter 4. And it looks really good. It's got everybody you want in it. And then a lot of people that are in it for like the first time. It's got Donnie Yen. I can't fucking wait for that. I love Donnie Yen. I think he's a fantastic martial artist. All of his movies are great. I haven't watched one movie that I didn't enjoy. Even his most corny ones I've enjoyed. I, I, I follow Donnie Yen religiously and I think he's great. And I love the fact that he's in this action film with john wick doing what looks like one of the best fight scenes out of the whole series thus far and of course it's filled with all of its crazy over-the-top antics in action he's throwing axes at people's faces he's shooting people with a shotgun at point-blank range when they have like an explosive thing on their chest or something people are throwing knives people are getting stabbed it looks like pure john wick Unfortunately, we're not getting it until March of next year, but it's nice to finally have a little piece of something for them to show us, hey, we have still been working on it, even with the production push, and even with The Matrix Resurrections finishing and coming out. You are still going to get John Wick 4. It is almost done. You will have it as soon as possible. And I know Keanu Reeves has said he will do as many John Wicks as the fans want. I hope that's the case, because... I want a lot of these, and I hope that they're able to keep the story going and keep it where it still makes sense. You don't want it to not make sense because it is a very interesting world that they built for this, and I'm very interested to see what's what's coming up down the pipeline, all of the, the things that are coming up next for it. Um, I will say, though, that I'm not going to deny if they released at the same time, I guarantee you John Wick would have beat The Matrix in theaters hands down. Now we only have to compare what John Wick does when he comes out to what the Matrix Resurrections did when it was released. And I guarantee you it would still beat it. That's what I'm going to say. I'm going to call that right now. Timestamp, July 25th at 2 PM. That is 100% going to be the case. And you can take that to the bank from me. So, that's it. That's all the trailers I got right now. Um I might actually wind up doing a third part because they the first and second are pretty close in hand. So I would not be surprised if I wind up doing another one because we have a whole lot more this year going, and a lot more things that we're expecting trailers for and expecting things to come out, and probably a lot more stuff leading into next year too. So uh, I hope you enjoyed this. I enjoyed this. I enjoyed watching all of these trailers. I'm gonna go watch all of them over again because i'm looking forward to everything and i just want it all want it all now i want it all now i'm not going to get it now but hopefully when we do get it it's going to live up to all the expectations that we're all hoping for